Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts, opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, we encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever podcast platform that you are listening to us on, whether it be the Apple Podcast platform, whether it be SoundCloud, whether it be Google Play, whether it be Amazon Music, or whether it may be that app that we don't know what you do, but you do it anyways, and that's called Spotify. I should write that down one day so that I, I get very consistent in, in what I say, but I just do that off the top every single time, and it changes slightly every every single time. Hey, man, it's a, it's an art to that, to just do it like that. It, I mean, I think it helps the floor of the show, too. I, 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 try to, I try to channel my inner um, rappers that don't write rhymes, that just, you know, go in the booth and just mumble some shit and, and then put it together. That's my goal. Damn, do those still exist? I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a wicked pin game, though. I I prefer it. Like like a, a wicked pin game. I, I I find those to be like almost like the chess players of of of, of lyricism because you might have a bar here and you write it down and then you look back at it and you find another bar and it's like oh I need to move this bar here and move this, move this here. It's like a very it's it's, it's a, you're an architect of a verse. You're really putting that stuff together. But even at the same time, those ones that just come in there and like I've seen numerous videos where they say no, like Jail tell you to put the beat on a loop and he'll just sit in the back and he'll mumble some shit and he'll mumble and mumble and then he'll say, all right, cool, I got it. And then he'll go in there and do it. And then they say like Wayne, he'll go in there and he'll, you know, he'll give you like 300 bars. He'll listen back to it, pick his favorite bars out and then turn that into a verse. Yeah, man, everybody got their different, different ways to craft their, their art. But like you said, I, I do prefer the pen. I I just, man, I just, when it comes to, to hip hop specifically, I just want a coherent message a lot of times. it could, I mean, the message doesn't even have to be anything highly intellectual. I just want a coherent message that make, I could walk away from the song like, oh, that song was about that. And it was, it made sense. The person spoke solid English. You know they had target. I said our target. They articulated what they wanted. This like, I just want a coherent message, and I don't get that a lot these days. I get a song with a real nice beat and bars. It's just be a bunch of bars. So I, I can imagine that most people just step in the studio now and just they freestyle, or they 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 just write a bunch of punchlines, and they just put That's them holes together. Cause I, cause I'm telling you right now, when I listen to certain artists, I'd be like, bro, that was punchline after punchline, and there was no coherent message. It was just punchline after punchline. That bothers me. And it might have been fire punchlines, but at the end of the day, I can't. I, oh yeah, he was talking about you know building wealth, or he was using you know using these double entendres to to simulate you know a 12 step program in music or, or something like that. But uh, most of the time it's like, man, you, you remember that part of the song where he said, you know, this, this, this line. Yeah. I got that line. I don't, I didn't take much from the verse. And see, I mean, that's what, that's what I'm telling you, man. If you really pay attention to modern rap, it's a lot of one liners and that one liner will make or break a song. Cause I mean, it's turned, it's gotten to the point where some people just listen to rappers cause they ad libs. I'm like, bro, that's crazy. You this certain this particular rapper has funny ad libs and his producers cold as hell. 
I fuck with them because of that. I'm like, bro, the standards are hella low. Hella low. They really are. I'm just, yeah, man. I, I don't want to beat up rap because I'm that old man shaking my fist in the, in the, to the clouds. But it's like, you know, to that extent, it's just not enjoyable no more to me because, like I said, I don't get that coherent message all the time. And obviously there are rappers that do have that, but it's like, man, I remember when you could listen to hip hop and and at least 80% of the people in the arena deserve to be there. You knew the other ones were bubblegum rap, but niggas was serious about this craft. Now it's just, it's just a cash grab now. Niggas is out here getting money, bruh. Niggas out here, and I ain't knocking them. They just out here getting money. Yeah, I, I can't blame you. They just out here. Like, I mean, it, it, it went from a passion to a job. Yeah, it, it is because because when we sit there and we sit here and we think about the fact that you know I said this like two or three years ago, um, Brad, the hip hop hip hop is a dangerous profession now. That's it's not it's not debatable. Um, you know, I I scroll through the feeds and people are in denial that hip hop is dangerous. Like it's you got to pick one. We we either got to accept that we as a people are just dangerous or what comes with that culture promotes dangerous a dangerous lifestyle so it's like what is it because i'm pretty sure you could come across some some skin folk that don't engage in that part of the culture and they're not violent people they're probably they're probably considered corny they're probably considered mm-hmm. or just considered you know normal stand up citizens but once again you have that other part of the the the, the the population that engages in that culture, and they want you to know that they engage in that culture with the tattoos and the way they speak, the way they move. Like hip hop culture, if if anything, when you talk about Black American culture, like that is the root of it. And I was saying that on the last episode, it's just gotten to the point where, because I I think hip hop today is mainstream. Hip hop is a hundred percent mainstream. You could you could be watching the whitest of white movies, and it's gonna probably be some hip hop on the soundtrack. Like, just saying, or somebody, an artist that is close enough. Like, you might get some The Weeknd. I mean, he's he's a hip hop and R and B artist technically. You might get some of that on a movie where shit. The main character, uh, Sandra Bullock. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, what's going on here? Well, you know it. But that, that's how it is. That's how that's how influential hip hop is. And somebody asked me the other day, like, do you think that's a good or a bad thing? I was like. Once again, from a cash grab perspective, it's a good thing. But for but for the once again, for that coherent message people want to hear or that or just that sound that's unique to us and we really can claim it. I think we lose that. Like, I just I don't even though hip hop was technically born in the hood, I feel like it spread so much. And it's just like we can call it our own all we want, but we didn't we didn't gave it to everybody else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you made it accessible and and you are also accepting like anytime there's 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 a black country music singer quote unquote it's really hard for them to get in like like it was so hard for for little Nas X to try to, to to pass off um old town road as a country song and I think, and I mean, you had 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 this back and forth because he was like, it's not a country song based on the drums, like like those are hip hop drums. I remember that. I remember that. Uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm not much into country music, 
But I, I, I do get confused with the fact that Taylor Swift is like this huge country artist. And I'm like, even though I couldn't name her, I couldn't tip. Yes. Every time, like, man, I, would, I remember. I would consider her pop. Look it up. Look it up. Look at okay, look at the I'll shit that she that. dominates. I mean, that's but that's what that brings me to my point. Country music at a point in time had a had a had a particular sound to where you could actually you could be listening to country music. You knew it was a country, you knew Garth Brooks was a country artist. He had the country sound. But what happened was motherfuckers like Nelly came into the game and they put a spin on it. And that pretty much opened the door for the sound to quote unquote evolve. Same thing happened with, with hip hop. So many people, you know, pretty much interjected their style and their sound into hip hop to where hip hop technically changed. Like hip hop ain't what it used to be. Like it ain't that hip the uh, hip it went from that to 21, 21, 21. Like that's that's where we at now, you know, and it's I see you still looking. What have no, you found? It, it, it's weird because some of her albums, they will consider them to be uh, oh. country. Then they'll consider like one they, they said was alternative. And then they said one was pop. So it's, it's like, oh, okay, she's just all over the board. But this is just look, looking at what, you know, Apple has classified them in. Like the, the album she dropped this year, they said it was pop. But the Red album she dropped last year was pop too. They said fearless was country. Evermore was alternative. So it's just like you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know who's making these determinations. I don't know if, if Taylor Swift puts it out and says this is gonna be, you know, an, uh, this kind of album or whatever. Excuse my mother, but um, I don't. It's know. it's it's interesting, bro. It, it gets you in the it, like I said. It made it made me realize that. Once something goes mainstream, you pretty much have to put it into that pop bubble, pun intended. Um, and <laughs> it, it's like I said, it's to me, it's unfortunate because it ruins the sound. I feel like I, I love when people you can you can recognize the sound and you can definitely say yeah, that is what it is. But like everything else in mod in in the in this modern in these modern times we live in, everything is. I want to. I hope that's the right word. Like it's like a homogenization of shit. Everything is, in a sense, just becoming one, and it's weird. I hate it. Yeah. Why are you laughing? I was just thinking back to an adventure I had with P Town. Oh man, how she doing, man? I, I see, I seen my partner this weekend. She good. I remember I we were doing a picture of her. We were doing a science project about homogenous and homogenous and hetero and heterogeneous mixtures. And so we were mixing two different kinds of Doritos. And I said, is this a homogenous mixture or a heterogeneous mixture? And she said, it's homogenous. And I said, why? And she says, because I made it at home. So I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yes, but no. <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. Hey, she, she, hey, she's too smart for her own good. Yeah. I mean, but, hey, she. She found that root word, but the thing thing I I was listening to to the Drake and Twenty One album, and uh I forget what song it was, but you know they you know they were just doing the ad libs or whatever, and I just noticed that Twenty One Savage's favorite ad lib is pussy. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, without a doubt. 
Without a doubt. Like, that, that was his go-to. Pussy. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's, if he ain't saying pussy, he's saying twenty one. Yeah, that's, that's all he got. You know, you know, man, they 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 killing Drake, man, with that intro. I I actually listened to it this morning. I didn't finish it, but um, I I got the gist of the album. The album is uh, I'm gonna get with twenty one, and we finna we finna drop a few bangers. Everything ain't gonna everything. You better ride to everything, cause I mean that's to me that's what that's what that's the type of artist Drake has become. Drake has become very. You know, to bring in NFL fantasy because I, I got Gabe Davis in my lineup, but there are a lot of players like a Gabe Davis where they consider him a boomer bust, a hit or miss. And it's like, yeah, man, you know, Drake about to drop. And it's like, Drake ain't finna drop something with 15 tracks and every single one of them gonna be garbage. He's a hit or miss. He probably gonna give you 50% bangers and the other 50%, he probably could have threw that shit in the trash. But he like, fuck it. It's like, it's, he's gotten to the point where he got something for everybody because he's pop. He's a pop artist. You know, even even listening to that first track, it's like, you know, he's, he's a 21. Can you do something for me? Can you talk, talk to the ops? It's like, you want some, you want another man to go talk, talk to your opposition? Like, I'm a, I'm a huge, I don't call myself a fan of people much, but I'm a huge drum fan, aka Shelly. I fuck with that guy. Shelly, aka drum. Yeah, and I ain't know about the situation that happened with them, and I'm like, this is, that was an interesting. And if I would have never knew that, like if I'd have heard the album first, and like I seen like he drum, you know, he jumped up, he was like, man, like you a bitch, you know what I'm saying? And like he's basically was stating that niggas. Niggas had, had probably rap a lot, niggas or you know CMG niggas, whatever. You know, was he probably was trying to get at him. He probably got roughed up, which you know that happens. Um, and I just thought it was funny that you know you just said that. It's like that nigga Drake is that type of nigga. Like it's clear. Like if you're from like, look, if you're from the hood, if you're from the country, if you have been in predominantly black or Hispanic environments all your life, and they were rough. You can tell the dudes that hung with a certain crowd that was going to protect them. It's dudes that was doing. You ain't got to be rich to be like that. You could just be the maybe like the the more affluent kid on the block. Everybody know you're a little bitch, but they they fuck with you because you 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 raised on the block. You you, you from the neighborhood. You from the neighborhood. Yeah, and we ain't gonna one thing for sure. We ain't gonna let nobody come over here and fuck with you. But the reality is, when it when it's just us in a circle, you the little bitch. You know, and and it, it's been, it's it's niggas like that, and probably it's, it's probably like that in you know with, with the Caucasians and the Italians, whatever, whatever. But I know black and Hispanic neighborhood where I grew up, that's how it was. The little spoiler rich kid, he did whatever he did, and you didn't you didn't probably notice it when you were young, but when you as you got older, you were like oh he moved like that because that nigga need he needs that protection because he couldn't get down. Some of, you know, some of them grow up to the point where, you know, they can fend for themselves. But the reality is they always knew that they since they had a little more than everybody else, if they was just nice to everybody, everybody was going they're going to little bro them. But in a good way, it benefits you to be a little bro in that situation when niggas come through the hood riding and they looking for you because <laughs> you the fuck with somebody chick. And like I said, niggas ain't finna just come over here just. Just beefed up thinking, oh, I'm, I'm finna get it, little Tony, because he he was fucking with something. Like, nah, nigga, you ain't getting it nobody. Not yeah. over here. Better catch mm-hmm. that nigga outside. 
And that's and, and that's Drake. Niggas ain't finna get at Drake because Drake is he's the he's the money man. Yep. And at the end of the day, like Drake type of nigga, he only got Drake probably never he ain't never had to learn to fight. He don't gotta learn to fight for what? What are you gonna get dirty for? Nigga don't gotta sweat. Nigga don't sweat when he pretending to play basketball. He say pretending to play ball. Come on, man. Niggas, niggas ain't playing Drake hard. You, you putting the clamps on Drake? <sighs> Come on, bro. Oh, come on, man. That nigga ain't scoring on me. Nigga <laughs> ain't scoring on me at all. Okay, who he practicing with? Nigga ain't scoring on me. <laughs> that nigga too soft. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I, I done played against some talented niggas even up until recently, like for real. And it's that's one thing I pride myself on. Nigga go play defense. Yeah. Now, I don't know what type of defense that nigga playing, but once again, and speaking of defense, nigga scratched the fuck out of me this weekend. I had just noticed that shit. Like a light skinned nigga. I'm like, now I be seeing like why like like white white people I know and light skinned people I know they should be having just scars everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that shit how it is. Like, god damn, that shit weird. And you don't feel it though. But anyways, he the type of nigga I he probably don't want to get too close to a nigga because he 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 gonna I'm gonna get physical. He he ain't he ain't built like that, bro. I, that's my assumption. I hate to assume about a nigga, but Cause I don't think I don't think Drake is that zesty, but he he do have some some of the mannerisms. Cause I've never been the type of nigga to be like, oh, he got light skin tendencies, but he definitely taking it there, bro. Like it's like, bro, I don't even want to say that shit, but nigga, you acting real light skin right now. Like, I ain't never said that type of shit about a nigga. Mm-hmm. Drake got to tone that shit down, bro. But then again, Meek Mill out here look, acting like that. That's that fucking meme I be seeing. That nigga was like. Like I'm like, bro, what you on? And why you remix it much? That's weak, bro. <clears throat> the beat wasn't even that hard. <sighs> well, you find you gonna get annoyed by me because I still don't know who Dua Lipa is. But at the end of the day, I went. I we went out for, uh, for Trey B Day. I remember the song came on, but I couldn't. It's too obviously it's too loud. I couldn't hear it, and but I knew it was the song because I heard I heard her say much. Um, it was like the vocals were loud, but the beat wasn't. So I can't even tell you how the beat sound. Like I, I, I couldn't. I, yeah, but you got to think about it. My first time hearing this uh, finesse two times was like a week ago. Everybody really? was posting this. Yeah, everybody was posting this freestyle. Uh, that was on Million Dollars Worth the Game. Yeah. I was, oh, this nigga nice. So I went on his page and I and I realized I, I heard that song and I was like, man, is that that nigga voice? And then y'all confirmed. I'm like, yeah, that nigga, that nigga nice, man. He's special, bro. He's to me. I put them in that arena like people think it's crazy, but like I know when niggas when niggas write and niggas really like practice that shit. And believe it or not, like Kodak Black is one of them niggas and Lil Baby one of them niggas. Like them niggas, them niggas really like they rap. Like they like that shit. Like they nerds about that shit. That nigga nerd about that shit. Like yeah. you, you can't just sit there and do what he did if you don't really practice that shit. When he was in the jail cell, he was practicing that shit. Little baby Kodak, and I hear it in when them, how them niggas rap and how they write because of the fact that no matter what beat you give them, they gonna ride that hoe because they got something for it. They not they not songwriters like they rappers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But that and I, and, and I like them guys for that. They not they not like um they not great to me. But you know they they're the few that give me hope. Believe it or not, I don't mind Twenty One Savages. I think he a character. Twenty One a character. He know how to ride a beat too. I. I, but I would imagine he probably freestyled more than anything, especially he he trying to go at the whole the whole who he's trying to go at the um the double XL. He trying to go at his whole class. Like, bro, you look like damn, you feeling like that? I, I looked at that list. 
Hey. Lil Dicky could give him some problems. Lil Dicky give him problems all day. But Lil Dicky don't have the songs. Of course not. Lil Dicky, Lil Dicky has the mind, and he he probably has the pen, but he just don't have the songs. So oh, so man, I'm I'm sitting here, I'm stupid, man, I'm tripping. I thought he meant like verses, like they like rap, like getting on the mic and like. Uh, y'all talking about you, that you Diddy think, shit? I'm you tripping. You like, like an eight mile kind of thing? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, cause, cause I don't know, 21 might be able to get out there, you know, direct some blows. I didn't know they was talking about verses like song for song. I don't know, man. Kodak was on there, right? Yeah. Kodak was in there. Cause I don't know. Kodak might be able to get him, especially in, in, in within the last one year. I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I looked at a lot of the list and I was like, man, I ain't know these these cats had been out that long. That that probably was one of the, the last good class. Okay, look it up real quick. I forgot. I forgot. Uh, like you said, Dicky Kodak Designer was on there. Designer. Um, I think G Herbo was on there. And G Herbo got a lot of street street classics, but you know, oh, my my son and them fuck with him. I don't really fuck with him. Anderson Park. Come on, Kodak, man. Uzi, Dicky, Davies, Denzel Curry. Designer G Herbo, Lil Yachty. First of all, Anderson Pac would destroy all those niggas. <laughs> like, come on, come on, bro. But his, his, his style has definitely class. evolved from when he first came out, though. He just, just, just take my parts off, take Bruno parts off, and just let's just play this whole album. We for the ride. <laughs> he killing everybody. No, but no, on some serious shit. No, he he do got the unique sound. People probably people probably just start fucking with him. Because of the Silk Sonic shit, which to me that shit just caught me out. That that shit to me caught me off guard. That shit was dope though. But once again, what what, what genre would you put that in? Is that hip hop or is that like that's soul soul R and B type Silk shit? Silk Sonic. It, it's its own sound almost, huh? Uh, to me, I want to say soul. It has a soul feel, but mm-hmm. when you get to the lyrics, it's not it's not really soul lyrics. Nah. That's tough. I, I didn't know we were gonna have. I didn't know we were gonna have a music podcast. Hey, hey you said I was calm. I said, hey, I didn't, I didn't come on here with no specific. You know, what I'm saying. I mean, look, it's a bunch of shit going on. Like when you told me, I was like, man, I ain't gonna better record you. Like, right, man, the news ain't going nowhere. It's like, bro, like it ain't going nowhere. It only gets more annoying. So it's like. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen. Wherever the conversation takes us, and, and I, you know, obviously for me, I, I have been, I have had a lot of conversations about hip hop a lot in the last two or three weeks, especially you know with with takeoff uh passing away and um that shit, that shit wild, bro. Like hip hip hop to me, like motherfuckers need to. It's it's a it's something that I feel like should have a microscope on it, and people should really start thinking about how it impacts their lives their lives and like what it really means to them like i don't think people really think that deeply into the shit they just to me it's just it's it's literally just background music to a lot of people it's like bro like y'all not really seeing what this shit has done like this shit has like you said it's gravitated to the point where if motherfucker ain't making it in sports (laughs) it's like let's see what this music could probably take me you know what i'm saying and after that it's like whatever 
that's fucked up. I think Two Chains even had an album called "Rapper Go to the League," or somebody did. I know. I, I, know I think it was Two Chain. Cause it, you you know that's my little player partner right there. That nigga, that fool, man. Two Chain special, but, uh, man. But yeah, it's it's and you know it's it's. I'm not gonna say it's the easy. Well, no, I, I think I will say it's the easiest way for for most. Um, black men to to kind of escape the the the, the whelms of, of the hood and the, the 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 trap and everything like that. It's like you know I <clears throat> I've known people who who were talented at, at basketball and then you know all the, the dope dealers and shit would be like, man, you stay out these streets. You know you 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 make sure you who we gonna pay you not to be in these streets. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Give, and we want you to escape this. We don't want you to have this life that we have. And and I think that's. That's one of the one of the things that's, that's that's really not highlighted in our culture is that you know the goal isn't to become the biggest dope dealer, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's to get away from it. And then when you have and and I, you know, I've been hearing conflicting stories about what happened to Takeoff, but it's it's also um, like we've discussed, like you know, you go out here and you're showing your success, you're wearing it on your chest, you. You know, you driving it, you you doing it in, to in all these other forms of fashions, and it's it's some hungry niggas out there who who just didn't you know didn't get that break that you got, who think that they're better than you, who think that you're trying to throw that shit in their face when you know you just celebrating yourself, and and that's that's what ends up happening. Like they come at you in some kind of way to to take what you have. God damn, you gonna die over there? Then you might choke on your words. Say, man. <laughs> No, no, I hear you though, man. Uh, once again, bro, uh, flexing is a part of hip hop culture, and people gotta ask themselves: at one point, do they feel like should I just is flexing worth it? Because it's almost like nigga, is you reading the room? It ain't a lot of niggas in here that that got it like you. So you out here flexing, you you become food. Like, you don't know, like, I mean, we in a recession. Like, we in dire times. I seen Lil Duval had posted something. Uh, I don't know. I sent you that today when he was like, uh, I, I missed the PP version of y'all because y'all out here. Y'all, y'all were friendly eating. back then. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because when everybody eating, when everybody was good, I guarantee you, bro, you look at the crime statistics in early 2021 compared to now, that shit don't, that shit, phew, it's such a surge, dog. Every, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Anytime I go out, bro, I just I be bracing myself to this. I be not on wood. I be like, man, I just know my window busted. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the day in the life of somewhere like San Francisco. Like, motherfuckers had to put notes on their car car windows. Like, ain't nothing for you to steal in here because it got so bad out there that once your window got busted, shit, it was like a six week wait time to get your to get your window uh, repaired because so many windows was getting busted. But once again. Motherfuckers ain't realizing the dire times we in, bro. People out here hungry, and I always say history repeats itself. After the after the uh, after World War One, and like basically during World War One, when, when we went through a Great Depression, that's when Brent, that's when the bank robberies cranked up, bro. That's when boys got was like, we finna find a way, because it's because while everything is going on, when people fail to realize, man, they stay in their own bubble. People like me and you, it's like, well, we got jobs. We're fine. We, we can go out. We can still, like, we're still living our lives. And, you know, some people do have recession-proof jobs, even though I don't like the way that sounds. Like, my job keeps saying, oh, recession-proof. I'm like, 
don't say that. <laughs> like, to me, there's no such thing. Yeah, I just I'm like, nah, man. I mean, I feel like the most recession-proof job is a is is a government job, like being a teacher or something like that. Because I mean, I know, you know, obviously, man, it's crazy how something could be recession-proof, but you couldn't even be pandemic-proof. Like y'all was firing nurses and doctors, you know what I'm saying? And you needed them. Like if if a motherfucker can't even be pandemic proof and he's in the medical field and this is something that regards medicine, come on, like really? So yeah, the bulletproof vest don't even work that good. From what I understand, you still gonna feel a little pain. You gonna you gonna feel a little pain and it won't yeah. stop a headshot. <laughs> but um. Yeah, man. Yeah, I forgot what I was gonna say, but yeah, man. I the the the, the bullshit. I, I turned that takeoff shit off real quick because I was like, I don't feel like hearing no speculations, no more rumors. It is what it is, man. He gone. He gone. Like it's it's nothing. There ain't really nothing to say no more. Like at the end of the day, um, I would hope that, which I know it's not gonna happen. Uh, you would hope that shit after Nipsey, you know, just. I mean, after what's it was it party at the PNB? PNB, it's a party. Yeah, that's two different people, right? Yeah. Okay. Part, party, it's party next door. It's PNB Rock, and there's Megan, Megan the Stallion's fiance. He's like party, partisan Fontaine or something like that. I, I don't know. Really? Okay. And one thing, I hate. I, I, I got to get this off my chest, bro. I, I hate to say this, but I've always thought this was hilarious. But you know, I never could tell them niggas apart. Who? The Migos. Oh. I never could tell them dudes apart. Really? I, I think, because I felt like I've never seen them, like, just steal. They was always doing some shit. <laughs> and, like, I mean, I'm one of the ones that was, like, people's like, oh, man, they, I see people in comments, that's his nephew. That's his nephew. Like, they was offended. I'm like, whose nephew? I was like, what? <laughs> they was like, yeah, yeah, take off his Quavo. Was like, I'm like, wow, really? I didn't know that. Like, they all looked the same. I thought they was all brothers. Yeah. Like, I knew nothing about them. Um, you know, just and I ain't finna, you say what? Just just the slaps, just do the music slapped. Yeah, like I said, I mean, you know, they, they got a few bangers here and there that I, I, I put on some uh playlist of mine, you know, but I, bro, I can I can't even tell their voices apart. I just, you know, that you know, but once again, when I think of them though, I don't think of anybody that'll be like in a hostile environment to where somebody'll get off, but once again. You come to the city of Houston, the city of the purple drink, the city of the slow music. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. City of Sir by Big Mo is one of my favorite songs ever. Oh shit, that's it. There's people on it that's listening to us right. They don't know who that is. They don't even know, man. Same. They man. don't know, bro. <laughs> Golly, that's that, that's timeless music, though. Well, I miss when well it ain't no place with the east and the west. There's plenty of drink for your kids and plenty of weed for your chest. So leave your pistol at home because we ain't trying to go to war to come and denominate in the situation that's bought like a star. You can shy with me. Come on, man. That shit was tough. You was in love, lady jamming that shit. J- hard. <laughs> Daddy be celebrating from paying our dudes with so much drink in my cup. The soda water don't even move. I was a player, boy. Big wow. no ride down on foes. Y2K with my headlights on. 
Say that, that was I love it. That song. I think I, he got a deal off of that, bro. He got major distribution off that song, bro. I that, love that song. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't knock it. I, bro, I don't remember when Houston was just popping, bro. Like between like nine nine to about oh five, like the music that was coming out of Houston was amazing. I was like, bro, like I, I was listening to my East Coast shit, but I'll be like, hey. This shit is dope. Like I'm talking Boss Hog, Swisher House. I'm talking when Camille and Aaron Paul Wall was still together. I'm talking old Mike Jones, Mac. That shit was amazing, dog. Like niggas don't understand how great it was to really listen to H Town music and be like, yeah, that's our sound. And then you hear niggas stealing it. But now it's like, bro, I hear I hear new H Town artists. I'll be like, what the fuck? I didn't know that nigga was from Houston. But the niggas from California. <laughs> you know what's going on? Like what happened to the like what happened to the H Town sound, bro? Like I was big on Kiki, ESG, Flip. Like I was big on them guys because I like that shit, bro. I was like, okay, this shit is dope. Cause like for me, like the way you look at two chains, that's how I was looking at them, but they were still it was still fun. And it the, it was still coherent. Because the message was, nigga, we finna, we finna ball and parlay. <laughs> we finna ride on phone. We finna, like, we finna have a good time. It was good. It was good time music, bro. Finna candy, candy paint the whip. I finna put the 12s in the trunk. No matter what car you had, you put some 12s in the trunk. Automatically. Screens, bro. Bro, it was a point, it was a point of time, bro. Everybody had the bit, the, the Benz lights. Everybody was getting their dough. Like, bro, it was, no, it was. <laughs> It was in our candy paint was everywhere. You had you it was amazing times, dog. And like times aren't amazing anymore. It's actually even and people people are getting more money now. It's just times aren't amazing anymore. Like it was just now, like, it was just fun. It was just fun. Fun. Didn't even feel like you was competing. It was just fun. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Like, like you, you was like, oh man, you got that. I, I, I'm trying to get like you. You know, like it was, it was very complimentary. It was like, oh, let me pull the slab by. I'm gonna show my slab. You are gonna show your slab, and we gonna hit, sit here. We gonna swing. Like that's that's what we doing. We just having fun, Bruh. Fast forward, <laughs> yeah. fifteen years later, nigga, you out here trying to have fun. You gonna die. Rest, rest in peace, Mo Three. What do you say? They get, they scared to come outside. Man, you can't, you have, can't come have a good time. Don't get it twisted. You know, we had R. H. Town rappers that that died from, you know, gun violence. For sure, but for sure. not to this extent, though. I'm talking not at all, not even close to this extent. Like you, you got three, three, well, two Atlanta niggas and a Memphis nigga that died in Houston this year alone. Snooty Wild, Archie Eversole, take off, and I'm probably missing soon. Archie Eversole died in Houston. I believe he did. Oh, if it wasn't Archie Eversole, it was somebody else. It was it was somebody else that died in, in Houston. It was weird to me. I was like, what the fuck was he even doing out there? Definitely Snooty Wild caught me off guard. I was like, what the fuck was he even doing out here? Was Archie ever so killed by his brother in, in, in Atlanta? Probably was. Ooh, I think he was killed uh, by what? I don't I don't know. I'm I was just reacting to what you said. Archie ever sold murder rapper's brother asked for murder charges to be dismissed. I think that was in Atlanta. 
it was somebody else that died out here. Because we had a few rappers that died out here this year. One of them definitely got swept under the rug. Thought that was kind of fucked up. Just like to me, yeah. just like what it ain't showing you nothing. No, I'm not. It's, it's not. Uh, I'm, I went to the wrong league, but keep keep talking. I'll figure it out. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, it's just at the end of the day, man. It's just it's a dangerous city, bro. I mean, Atlanta just is dangerous. Yeah, New Orleans just by his brother, though, right? I don't think it was his brother. That's what I think. That was accused. I think I think his brother was accused. It was that. That's how I know I'm. I'm. It's it's a case I'm missing. It was some wild shit that went on, and nobody really talked about it, bro. And I think I remember where where it where he was he was I think this might have been an Atlanta rapper where he was messing with well some a chick and like he was he was laid up at her house. Was this Archie? Or was that somebody else? No, nah, that was that was a uh, trouble. Wasn't the name Trouble? Oh yeah, that was Trouble. You're right, that was Trouble. Yeah, yeah. 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 Come on, man. That's <laughs> Look at this. It's just so, so many of them. We got them mixed yeah, up. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was it is some H, it was H Town rapper that died. In Atlanta, I forgot his name. It, it's it's been some shit, bro. I mean, even with the zero situation that happened out here, dog. Like, and for y'all that don't know who Archie Episode is, by the way, I mean, y'all might be young as fuck listening, but he's the one that made We Ready, and uh, that that song fucking jammed. Um, and, and then Bubba Sparks jumped on the remix. Hey, I, I mean, it, it was man. I just. State of music, bro. Like I said, I'm I'm the old man, bro. Fist in the sky, man. I just I feel like we peaked way too early for me. Like I'm like, dang, like I don't even feel like my kid really gets to enjoy, you know, good music. I I feel like my I feel like my son was really enjoying the shit that he was listening to when he was like five or six. I remember. And I said, like as as time went on, it's just uh the shit. Niggas say when you be you go in a comment section, they be talking about shit mid. They really be on some. They be honest, bro. That shit be mid as fuck, bro. <laughs> I be like, dog. I I be like, man, let me see they bullshit. I listen to them like that. This shit mid. This shit is mid, bro. Like, and it's not special anymore. Y'all niggas dropping every six months. Yeah, like, you not you not you not giving me anything that's that's. I, I think that's what they said about um little baby last album. Like, oh, this was so mid. Thank God, Drake and. And 21 came across because now, you know, we don't have to worry about that no more. That was a bad look for little baby, man, especially being like that that next guy. Like, he's been doing some big things, but, man, I don't know, man. Maybe it's their record label deals that just got him in a position where if they don't put out a decent amount of music, then they're going to go broke, which doesn't make sense to me because I see them studying with all kind of liquid cash. I'm like, you out here with all this liquid, you got to be doing good unless you just emptied out your whole bank account to come out here flexing like that. Like, y'all got half a million dollars worth of jewelry on. Ain't no way you should be in desperation mode putting out all this music. You should be able to go two or three years out without putting out any music. Like, without a problem. What type of investments are you putting? Like, you got any investments? Like, come on, bro. You thought. <sighs> two chains can't be the only one out here with investments, dog. He got a fucking trap house. He got the side chick. He doing all kind of shit, bro. Like Rose got wing stops. Come on. He's basically buying farmland out there. What y'all doing? Just buy jewelry. Cause if, I mean Rose is a good example. I mean, shit, Rose probably drop every two years. They ain't gotta drop every six months. No, not at all. 
So y'all young niggas ain't doing something right with y'all money unless y'all just y'all y'all trying to fulfill these obligations and trying to because everybody was saying that the reason Drake was dropping so much because he was trying to get out of that cash money rapper idea, but ain't he still with him? I thought he got out of the cash money deal when he did that. If you're reading this, it's too late. Cause I remember he dropped it for like free download and it was up for like five hours and then he turned around and sold it. Let's let's look real quick. So let's see uh what's the name of his last album he just dropped? Uh honestly, never mind. No, 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 no. What did just drop? Her loss. There you go. <clears throat> see what it well, first of all, there's no way in hell he's getting out of any kind of rap a lot deal. You you rap a lot for life. Yeah, so, that, we know that. Just make that clear. But I mean, he even had Birdman featured on the album, so I I don't know what what goes. So on. this this shit show it just show OVO under exclusive license to Republic Records, a division of UMG Records. So I guess he he that that's that's to her loss. So uh, no, no cash money, Universal. What is UMG? Is they? I think they that's Universal, Universal Music Group. Group. Yeah. Oh, so so Certified Lover Boy that was under the same thing. Well, it looked like so views views was uh Young Money Entertainment Cash Money Records. What was more life? More life, more life was Young Money Entertainment Cash Money Records. Uh Scorpion was after that. That is Young Money Cash Money Records. So it looked like it looked so the last one was Scorpion, right? Yeah, Scorpion was the last one. That after that, I think Dark Lane demo tapes. That was uh, that was OVO UMG. Honestly, never mind. Was OVO UMG? Uh, trying to see if there's ever a difference. Let me go all the way back. See when he when he was when he dropped Take Care, it was just straight Cash Money Records. It wasn't no Young Money on there. Mm-hmm. Interesting little discography too, because uh, when I'm looking at this shit. <laughs> I think I stopped listening to Drake. Man, I stopped listening to Drake definitely around. I ain't never heard Life is Good. That's crazy. I'm sitting here like, damn. Uh, still ain't heard Certified Lover Boy. I think I stopped listening to Drake probably like around More Life. Scorpion. I don't even remember the single. I think Jamar was just told me the single, the Scorpion single. Scorpion single. That was um God's plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is which is weird. But anyways, yeah, we 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 done went all the way. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you did you go vote? No. Um. So, long story less long. I couldn't vote because my driver's license doesn't have the correct address on it. Man, that's, a whole, that's a whole, that's a whole other story because I've been trying. I've ordered like I've ordered my driver's license numerous times, but I've never received it. So I stopped donating my eleven dollars to get a new license when I can't get it because I've ordered it like three times and I was like, "Well, your driver's license doesn't match what we have listed here, so can't do it." This always shambles with you, bro. Why can't you just be normal? And 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 at this point, I just expected. I don't even get. I don't even. That was like, hey, you you can't. All right, cool. I, I didn't argue. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> I guess I won't be able to post my sticker. 
Oh man, I thought that was gonna be dead. We we just revert back to childhood getting that sticker, boy. I'm like, man, I'm like, look, I'm not gonna do it this time because I'm actually in a good mood. I've actually, you know, the past few weeks have been pretty. They've been a blessing. I've been chilling. Um, but come on, man, y'all, y'all really, y'all, y'all testing me. Y'all testing me with the stickers, man. Like I get it, dog. You went and voted. All right, <laughs> like clap, clap, bravo. I, I still think that when it comes to politics, man, um, I think American politics is pure crap. Uh, let me go ahead and get in that bag real quick. American politics is pure crap. Um, there's nothing going on in America right now to be proud of. I don't really care who the president is because even when things are going well, the people aren't happy. Like America is just it's just shitty though. It's just shitty all around from from when you're looking at it from the outside in. But once again, minus the bullshit, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I'm I, I feel like I'm blessed to actually have, you know, people in my circle that don't remind me of black Twitter or don't remind me of the Instagram, the Instagram comment section or the foolery that I see on Facebook. Man, I, Facebook was a mistake. I, I should have never downloaded Facebook, but I had to download it. Like Facebook is a mistake. I tried to tell you. Good Lord. Oh, you talk about going down rabbit holes. Do not go down a Facebook rabbit hole. A Reddit, a Reddit rabbit hole is still the worst. No, four chan is definitely still the worst. Red, red is up there, but Facebook, bruh, I be sitting here like y'all on here wilding with y'all first and last name, government name. <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? You want to you you want to see some, you want to hear some crazy shit I seen earlier? I yeah. actually sent it to my sister because she knows this person. I'm I'm, I'm just gonna read it to you. Go ahead. Black men were not worried about being no Hebrews, Jews, or children of Israel until I said it and used the Bible to back up everything I said. They was too busy trying to be Muslims and Christians, so don't get up in front of the world trying to act like y'all been on this. Wasn't nobody on what I'm on until I was. Y'all was the same motherfuckers talking about you ain't from Africa and you don't want to go back. Now all of a fucking sudden, you see a way to make money off my movement. Now y'all want to take the credit for my work and what I started took not in this lifetime, nor in the one to come anybody and everybody that ever stole anything from me will pay for it with their lives. The Jews, Hebrews first, then the Gentiles. That's a transgression against the Holy spirit, which will never be forgiven. And that is the law. Is this person in their seventies or eighties? This person younger than I am. Come on, man. With your government name up there as well as your alias. Come on, man. Why do people think this shit is new? Like, I kind of understand where they're coming from. I ain't gonna lie. I, I get what they're saying, but it's like, bruh, like, it's been million, it's been thousands of artists that have been crucified for speaking out against the Jewish domination in the industry. Michael Jackson, Prince, like this shit, I mean, Malcolm X was called the anti-Semite, Farrakhan, like this is nothing new. So to sit here and think that you dug the, you you went on YouTube and 
or you went on like you went got you some uh, a couple of audibles and you you found a fountain of knowledge and you like bruh no this shit is old this the even the fucking documentary that Kyrie posted i don't even think that that is it's, i don't think it's even new I, but the crazy thing about it is bro I just don't want to, like, the crazy thing about it is the arrogance of this current generation, bro. Like, to not see that history repeats itself. It's like, bro, I keep telling people, millennials and baby boomers are, ba- they're damn near the same thing. They think exactly the same. They do the same shit. They're, like, there's nothing going on right now that didn't happen in the 60s and 70s. Only, the only, the only aspect of it that you could say is different is the fact that you got social media, but in the 60s and 70s, I always point out that was the boom of the TV. And when motherfuckers started getting on that TV, motherfuckers started changing because motherfuckers' styles started changing and shit like that because people started being able to see, oh, this oh, this how they moving or this how we supposed to look. You know, like, ain't shit happening right now that's really new, dog. Outside of the fact that it's more motherfuckers that want to chop their dinglings off and, and chop their breast off. Like, that's some weird shit. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that shit right there I understand cross-dressing and, and being dragged and all that shit that's been around for decades Yeah. but taking it a step further and getting into general mutilation bro that shit wow and the fact that these people have formed this coalition to where they think that they have like this unprecedented power like come on here I thought I canceled Dave Chappelle who the fuck are you, sir? Who who are you? Of all people, you personally canceled Dave Chappelle. Cancel him in your household. Yeah, okay, bet. For the rest of the world, I I thought I canceled this. You, that's fine. Like I said, if I if if I want to block Keith, I'm a block Keith. If Jay still gonna talk to Keith, that's fine. But if I want to cancel Keith, I want to cancel Ed Trey, whoever. If you still want to affiliate with them, that's fine. I may have canceled them in my world, but they still exist. (laughs) (laughs) They are still free to move and do whatever the hell they want to do. So this whole, that's what people, and I had a shout out to Harmony, but you know, I, I don't, it's really hard for me to speak to people in DMs. So if I ever somebody ever come into the DMs and they feel like I'm being condescending, I'm not being condescending. I'm just, I'm just relaying a message that, I've thought about this and I'm just, I'm confident in what I'm saying and it makes sense. So, um, I know I had posted something where Kanye was like, um, who created, you know, who, who do you think invented cancel culture? And I just like to point out that, you know, there is words evolve and we and you both know nowadays motherfuckers use words in ways that don't make no goddamn sense, but words do evolve. We say cancel culture because, that's the new buzzword and fresh way of saying something that's already been around. I mean, to me, people fail to realize like being crucified, that's canceling. That's cancel culture. Mob lynching, that's cancel culture. Because the end result, what's the end result to all that shit, bro? To erase you from society, <laughs> to make it to where you no longer exist in the eyes of the masses. So basically, in a sense, this digital cancel culture is just a, it's like a digital death. And that's what yeah. they wish on you. They they really wish you to die. 
That's why so many people, that's why so many specifically women were celebrating when Kevin Samuels died, because that was the most efficient way of canceling somebody. Oh, I don't never got to hear this nigga again. Huh, that bitch, you're wrong. Because guess what? <laughs> the message lives on. The message lives on. The videos are still there. You and that's have to. the thing. You can't kill the message, so you have to kill the messenger. Which, and what does that do? It makes the message stronger, actually. <laughs> and you get you end up having disciples. And they just they you just carry the message on. So so once again, when they say who 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 created council culture, I seen that that dumb bitch uh Sarah Silverman. I had seen that she had a had an old stand up where she was like, uh, oh they 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 hate the Jews because they say the Jews killed um killed Jesus and you know uh, they when the Jews tried to pass it on to Romans, shoot, I, I pass it on to the blacks. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to be funny. Like Sarah Silverman is very racist, and and the funny thing about Sarah Silverman is. Cause I had seen her in an Uber Eats commercial recently and she's made a joke about, I, I got to do this just in case I get canceled. The fact that she's a Jewish white woman connected to probably the, one of the most powerful late night TV guys. Like she does this shit relentlessly knowing she going to get away with it because in the eyes of everybody else, she's just this regular white woman, but not knowing that this chick, this is this Jewish chick that has been around since the early nineties. And she's always connected to the top comedians. Like she's always in a space to where she's going to remain relevant in some way. And she ain't even that funny. She just, she, her humor is extremely dark. And it, but it gets to the point where you like, man, you saying this shit with a straight face. I just think that you're just a horrible person. Like you just, you just a horrible person. And you eventually you realize that when you see that she's not that funny. No. And it, and it's kind of like, oh, you, you, you're saying it, with with the whole with more truth than joke to it is, is what I, is how big I time that is and that's why I respected George Carlin because George Carlin would say some 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 offensive shit to where you look at him like man I can't believe boy I can't believe he went that route but if you sat there and realized how like intelligent he was you're like okay this guy like he was sharp and he realized that he had to uh, make you uncomfortable to get his message across. And he wouldn't look, he wasn't up there with this, this straight face. Like you could tell, like he was like in this act and he was delivering like, ah, you know, these you know, spicks, niggas. And then he's going to tell you some real shit and it's good. His delivery is going to let you know I'm dead ass serious. You laughing, but I'm dead ass serious. Mm-hmm. Sort of like Ed O'Neill, that motherfucker, but didn't give a flying fuck. And, and he didn't go up there with this. I don't give a fuck. Look on his face. In my opinion, it was more along the lines like I'm saying some real shit. Y'all think I'm playing? Yeah. Y'all just laugh. y'all happen to be laughing. Y'all think I'm telling jokes? I'm well, telling I mean, real life events. Yeah, but and that's why I feel like Sarah Silverman different because she thinks she's funny and she's delivering it in this like high pitch, trying to be funny and trying to be cute type of way. But you're just a vile bitch. <laughs> you're not a good person, and it's obvious. But you got that that Hollywood elitist protection. And it's um, it is what it is, bro. Like, I, I just I feel like if motherfuckers were really awake, even though I hate that term now, <sighs> politicians and celebrities wouldn't even be able to walk into places without getting tomatoes thrown at them and being being harassed. Because there is no politician or celebrity that should be worshipped, in my opinion. Like none of them. They all should be. They all should be put on a pedestal to be like. Damn near, like, I'm going to give you hell you come into my neighborhood not doing some real shit. Like, you come in this neighborhood 
on some pandering shit, we finna run you the fuck out. Cause that pandering shit, like I, I was looking on Twitter, like I see Kerry Washington, she like in three or four different states. Like y'all need to vote for this person. I'm like, what kind of fuck shit is this? Kerry Washington, like why is she telling me who to vote for? Look, if a Hollywood celebrity can influence your vote, you shouldn't be allowed to vote. That's that's my honest opinion. You shouldn't be allowed to vote. There is no way in the world a Hollywood celebrity should be able to come into your fucking town and tell you you should vote for this person because he's my friend. Nigga, I don't give a damn. <laughs> your friend ain't got the best, ain't got my best interest at heart. Like what the fuck? Y'all are y'all are probably millionaires being millionaire friends. The the choices that y'all are gonna make for my community at the end of the day. It's not going to affect you, Carrie. You don't even stay here. <laughs> she what doesn't even fuck? go here. <laughs> like, straight up. That's what I'm saying. Like, I see Beto was at 50 15. I'm going to reserve my comments because I've just gotten to the point where I just want motherfuckers. And want. I'm going to just keep reminding motherfuckers. Republican or Democrat, it's the same shit to me. Y'all really be thinking that y'all just these, oh, I, I vote this way. Nah, man. You're a fucking NPC. And at the end of the day, the damage has been done already. Y'all kids are going to suffer. Like, y'all suffering because y'all parents voted like idiots. So it's not like you really redoing anything. Y'all are NPCs, and y'all are just playing this. Like, this shit this shit not fantasy football, bro. <laughs> like, y'all motherfuckers picking these teams. Like, this shit is, to an extent, is real. Because they, they manipulating y'all into thinking that y'all are making these decisions that are for the greater good. And I just, I'm always remind y'all, a lot of the people that y'all voted for, damn near had y'all asses out of jobs. They got you to where y'all looking at y'all jobs like, hey man, what y'all gonna do, man? Cost of living getting high. It's like, this shit is done by politicians. Like, you can't sit here and act like Trump ain't sending out a stimulus. Nigga, that shit started it. Nigga send out one stimmy, send out another stimmy, and then you motherfuckers just taking PP people on PP whatever they did. Look, bro, <laughs> you just a PP'd every on everything. <laughs> yeah, like come on, man, motherfuckers really out here acting like politicians for to come save them, bro. Like y'all are fucking idiots, dog. And y'all can y'all once again go vote if you're knowledgeable about who you voting for. You really got faith in them. Cool, that's that's fine. But if you know without a if you know without a shadow of a doubt. That you just be going in that bitch, just clicking the box and just ticking shit, cause you like I'm I'm doing I'm doing the right thing. A lot of y'all be bored. I'm gonna be honest with you. A lot of y'all be bored, cause I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say it. Y'all can go to these polling stations, but nigga try to get you to go to that gym though. <laughs> Why did you have to go and bring up the gym? <laughs> nigga try to get you on that track for thirty minutes. Say I might be bored. I ain't that bored. <laughs> they gonna go that, vote though. That, that hour in the gym, I could be scrolling TikTok, my nigga. Man, y'all go vote all y'all want, man. At the end of the day, dog, a lot of that shit. That ain't. Hey, <laughs> if it's depending on where you stay, a lot ain't gonna change. And and a lot of times, the, the change that change, like I've I been dealing with some shit behind the scenes, and it'd be funny, man. Like I had. I was um I know when I, I was trying to get my son his uh his passport, it was funny because like it was like some new shit that first, went down. First of all, that little nigga does not need to leave the country. <laughs> <laughs> 
They lucky they let that big out the county. <laughs> he he ready. He's like, man, I'm, I'm trying to go to Mexico. I'm like, man, you figure this shit out with your mom. I ain't got, ain't got nothing to do with me. You go to Mexico with me. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, you, you gonna be you gonna be looking at daddy a lot different. So I'm like, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that, man. But uh no, nah, man, I mean, it was some weird stuff that happened, bro. Like it was it be little shit that happened if people don't pay attention to. Like I said, even last time I got my license, like some of the shit I had to fill out, some of the shit that they required, it's like, man, like why is this shit going on? It's like uh population, you know, new laws were passed, and like, bro, it be it be the it be little shit that go on that people vote yes on. They don't even know what they vote yes on. That's the crazy thing. A lot of people are one issue voters. You will get you will get them on one issue, and it's like, oh well, this guy this guy is is, is pro abortion. Cool, he gets my vote. But you won't look at everything this person else is. <laughs> <laughs> so you, might, you might be cut. You you might be cutting off your nose to spite your face. Bro, he's like, oh, that nigga, bro, pro abortion. I'm finna go straight. I'm finna go straight ticket. Oh, yeah. Nigga, next day he wake up and like, nigga, knock on his door. Like, What's up? Like, we go back into slavery. Like, you voted for it. <laughs> <laughs> you said you signed over your rights. He's like, what? Excuse me, say what? <laughs> no, you can have, have an abortion. Yeah, slaves can have abortions. You just, just got to be a slave. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas don't even know what they vote for. Niggas talking about one issue. Man, that is the laziest shit ever, bro. Man, if you don't sit your stupid ass down and read this shit, this shit's some real shit you need to read, bro. Nigga, be, dog, I, I think it's some places, dog, that didn't even know what type of lunches that they was like vote. Like, they were voting for somebody that, that didn't want certain type of lunches in their district, but they missed the fact that the person voted, like, was that person that supported that next thing they know they kids eating that bullshit that Michelle Obama po- was pushing the kids in that whole mad like mama you got to make dinner you got to make breakfast lunch and dinner the school lunch trash yeah bring back them super donuts god damn <laughs> we used to get hot wings in school pizza nigga she man she used to be right we we used to get pizza hut pizza for a dollar 25 a slice my nigga bro my son sent me a picture I think it was like he was like in 10 grade. He sent me a picture of his meal. I was like, bro, that whole look, that's poverty, nigga. <laughs> Straight poverty, nigga. Like, I'm like, bro, he was like, damn, you got to send me some money. I'm finna walk next door to Chick fil A. And I was like, damn. That's like, but once again, somebody voted for that shit. Somebody voted to where, and the crazy thing is, they thought they was doing something. Cause I think what happened was they was voting to where like pretty much everybody got free lunch. But they ain't know that there was a trade off. Oh, y'all getting free lunch? Well, shit, everything finna be soy. You finna, this finna be a bunch of veggie burgers, and this finna be a bunch of cold frozen pizzas, and this finna be fruit and chocolate milk. That's all y'all getting five days a week. It's free though. Like, nah, I don't want that. I, I pay that two twenty five for lunch every day if I got to. If I can give me some real fucking food, bruh. Because because at what point in time did we decide meat is bad for you? In general, meat is bad for you. And 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 I know the play. The play comes the play comes from, from from croppers. Not you know, not your not your regular cattle farmers. This come from from your crop farmers. You know, whoever whoever is is in in charge of soybeans or whatever, make make it a push. 
Like um, like they talk about Al Capone with the expiration dates on milk. Yeah. Like it's it's somebody making a push to say, hey, we got to put out here that meat is bad so that you'll buy more of the, the soy and this wheat so that we can get our pockets fat full again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's basically what's going on with the EV situation. I mean, everybody in the 10, 15 years is they finna either be in a EV, a EV or probably a hybrid. And, um, you know, a lot of people try to push against it, but they pretty much finna make it to where it's fucking hard. So want it want a gas vehicle. Like motherfuckers made that transition. I see EVs every day, like in abundance now. Like motherfuckers made that transition fast because it was like, bro, I don't want to be sitting at this gas pump, four dollars a fucking gallon, five dollars a gallon, filling up every I'm in this big ass diesel, and I gotta fill up every fucking, you know, every week, nigga. I'm dropping 130 in this hole. Like niggas don't want to do that shit, bro. Like shit, if you tell a motherfucker, man, you know how many? It was a point. I remember like less than a year ago. I think you was the one that told me about the, uh, the electric Mustang that they made, right? Mm-hmm. I see them bitches every day now. Yep. I'm always everywhere. I'm like, damn, nigga, I want to just get a regular Mustang. Like, no, no. And the, and the thing, the thing that I noticed is that, uh, like, in over the summer is when um, Biden said, all right, we're not giving the the tax credit for foreign built vehicles anymore foreign-built EVs. Like, it has to be something domestic. And I kid you not, little over a month after that, oh, here comes Chevy with their EVs. Here comes Ford with, oh, Chevy got two new EVs. Here comes Ford. Well, we got we got the Ford Lightning. We got our EVs. So, yeah, I'm all for American-made. Sure. But I see the play. And don't try to pretend like I don't. Like, I know they they definitely think we stupid out here, bro. Put your put your racism back in my face, like 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 Trump. Like just 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 come out with your nuts out, so I I know. Like you ain't hiding. At this point, what's the, what you like? You, what you hiding for, bro? I think you're racist anyway. Even 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 with the whole Kyrie situation, you sit there and you say, "All right, I need you to do first year suspended for five games." All right, cool. You don't like what I said at work. I got suspended. Fine. You need to go to some sensitivity training. All right, cool. If I make an off-color joke, HR is going to tell me I need to do some more ethics training. I I get that. You got to donate half a million dollars of your own money to whatever cause. The anti-defamation league. Yeah. Excuse me? Just because he got the money, I guess. Excuse me? You're going to suspend me and I got to pay a fine? But I'm not paying the fine to you. You telling me I got to... You know, I'm not paying the league and the league deciding to do with the money. You tell me, oh, I got to give money to this, basically this charity. It's not even It's not even charity of my choice. Then you tell me I got to meet with these leaders... To get a better understanding of why what I why what I posted was offensive, what well, first of all, I didn't write shit, I didn't make the movie, I didn't star <laughs> in the movie. If 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 I, if if Kyrie Irving would have posted Eve's Bayou, does that mean that he consents to incest? I don't even know if Eve's Bayou was incest. I, it might have just been um, pedophilia. Yeah, I think if he posted House of Dragons, does that mean he consents to incest? Now, see, this is good. 
and, and I seen somebody post this, and I didn't want to want to take it there, but I was like, damn, it's it's some valid points. But this seems very bull breaker ish to me. Go ahead. So, for those that don't know, bull breaking back in the day when there was slavery, they would the plantation owners they would find the strongest, most dominant male, basically the leader of the slaves, and they would beat them and potentially sodomize them just to show the other slaves that I took your biggest ally, the biggest person that you believed in, and I broke them down. Now mm-hmm. they're the weakest of, of them all. And mm-hmm. th- if I can do that to the person that y'all thought was the strongest, I can do it to you even easier. Mm-hmm. It seems like a little bull breaking. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, once again, like they've insinuated many times, I mean, because it all this what it all comes down to is um, – the, the the this faction of Jews in general, they don't want to seem they they want to be able to forever have the they they want to be the most oppressed because it all comes down to the most oppressed Olympics. This is we're we're dealing with the oppression Olympics here. So when it comes to Jews in this in this because and obviously this ain't all Jews, but what's happening is even with this ADL shit, it's become. It's it's gotten to a point where it's almost like, yeah, y'all y'all was oppressed, but just make sure that y'all understand that we the most oppressed, and y'all can't be yeah y'all y'all can't we're untouchable, and when it comes to the point where like everybody's looking like, hold on, how you finna tell a black man, da da da, and it's like, huh, black? I'm Jewish. Remember what we went through? And I'm just sitting here like, damn, where the Native Americans at? Oh, that's right. Got rid of all of them. Got rid of all of them. So it's like, and then you put what was left on reservations. So it's like, y'all can do this oppression war all you want, but the reality is, every day somebody gonna get offended by something. So to get to my point, the thing that bothers me the most about this situation is like, I feel like when Kyrie posted this video. I feel like the term promotion is used in my opinion. It's like, because I I look at the definition of promotion and it's just like, isn't there, if everything that I post to my page, does that mean that I promote it? Like, am I, because I could post it, like I posted some shit today. I ain't say shit about the House of Dragon shit. I ain't say nothing, just posting it. And it's like, what are you, what am I saying with this? I mean, at the end of the day, I, you, I just, I, you see it, it you, you take whatever you want from this. Exactly. Now, if I'm buying a billboard, you know, a billboard isn't free. I put something on a billboard. To me, that's an obvious promotion. Like I'm, I'm promoting this. I want you to see it. But this is my page, and most, and I, and I've been hearing this for years. Most people post shit on their page. It's like shit. I'm really just posting this for me. If you see it, cool, because I'm going to argue to the death of me that most people, until this situation came about, most people probably swipe past that movie. I guarantee you it's not many people alive that actually have a, a actual screenshot of when Kyrie Irving posted that video. Everybody knows what video, everybody knows what movie it was, but not a single person alive, <laughs> in my opinion, Outside of the probably that those one or two motherfuckers that wanted to blow it out of proportion actually have a physical screenshot that it came from Kyle One Urban's page. 
most people swipe past that shit because they did not care about it. And I guarantee you, Kyrie know that shit. Ky- I've been on Kyrie page. Kyrie posts a lot of shit that I guarantee you nobody give a fuck about. Unless uh, most of the, most of his base is only following him probably for highlights, shoes, and the clothes he wear. People really ain't probably paying attention to the movies and shit he posts. Just like with uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant posts a lot of music. Have, has anybody went and dissected the music that he's listened to? Probably not. To, that, that, to, like I said, to me, this whole situation just comes down to y'all saying he promoting it as if he's like, as if he actually got on there and was like, hey, y'all need to check this out. He could simply kind of be like me, be like, yeah, I, I posted this because yeah, I, I happened to watch it. That's it. I watched it. I mean, if if simply bringing quote unquote awareness to something is promoting it, I guess. But to me, if nothing was ever said, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Because I, I I I was just gonna say if I if I post up, hey, don't watch this movie. Am I promoting it? Because <laughs> if, if, if you tell people not to do something, that's the first thing they're gonna go do. And that's what's happening with this movie. What happened with this movie is it, the sales is going crazy. Amazon still hasn't pulled it, if I'm not mistaken. It's nope. still available. Yep. And it's like you basically sacrificed Kyrie's career so you could pump this movie out even more. It's what it sounded like to me. Because you're not going at Bezos. Like, bruh. So, like I said, I feel like the term promotion is used loosely because, and I say that because now it just gets me to wonder, like, how do we use social media? Like, like what is like what are the what are the golden rules of social media? Like once again, like you said, I mean shit. I could I could post a um, I, I, like you said, I could post ease by you. I could post whatever, and I'm like, what what is that saying? Just because I posted it, I'm posting shit on my page. I post shit. It's interesting to me. I posted something that I think it said, "Hey, it's Friday. Get drunk and call your ex." Now, if you get drunk and call your ex, you can't come to me and say, "Oh, Jay told me to do this." I didn't. I didn't get drunk and call my ex. I just posted it because it was funny. It was funny to you. It was funny to me. You might see that and be disgusted. Your ex might have beat you. Your ex might have robbed you. Your ex might have did whatever to you, and that might be the last thing on your mind. But so am I held accountable you, for that now? It, uh, according to them, oh, but you have this platform, and I'm like, okay. Y'all gonna get angry when these celebrities start making their pages private. Or no, you say I have this platform and I have this moral obligation. You choose to interact with my platform. If you know what I am. If I don't like you, I can personally and privately cancel you and go on about my life. If you if I if I don't like Joe Kim Noah, wow. I can block his social media accounts and go on about my life. And Joe Kim Noah could be saying, you know, everybody born on December 22nd, 1987 needs to be given half a million dollars just for being alive. And that could be the, the key support of my cause. But because I don't like him, I'm blocking it out. And I'm not seeing that he could be promoting me, promoting something that's beneficial to me. And because I don't fuck with him, I canceled that out. If, 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 if anybody says anything, and this is this is this is. On 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 something else I posted. Like if anybody says anything that's taken as disrespect, I don't have to continue to engage with them. And that's the thing. <laughs> if the Nets owner is Jewish and one of my employees says something that I took as disrespect, I can fire you. 
You can wave Kyrie Irving. You can. You really can. Which you to me is a lesson, though. You said buck breaking. You trying to you trying to break that man down. You like can that's, do, you can wave him. I'm pretty sure there's some clauses in his contract where you can you can say that he's in breach of contract. You can tie that up forever, and and he'll never get his money. You what did what did Donald? What that motherfucker was the L.A. Clippers at Donald Sterling? Yeah. Was it, what did he do? I forgot. Uh, he was he, his, he was telling his side chick, "Don't be bringing um, Magic Johnson nigga ass to to the games." <laughs> <laughs> in a private conversation, right? Yeah, in a private conversation that she recorded, he was telling, "Don't be bringing them niggas courtside." And I bring it up to say that's what a slippery slope is. Cause if they can get a powerful motherfucker like that on some private shit, and then you on a public forum, openly just being yourself. <laughs> And just possibly posting something that was interesting to you. Nothing more. Somebody said he posted a link to it. I think that's cap. I'm like, I don't know about that one. But yeah, um, at the end of the if he posted a link to it, I could say, okay, maybe that goes into the promotion se- sector of it. Or basically, but even then, posting a link to it could simply still be, hey, I posted this. Hey, ch- check it out for yourself if you're interested. But that's it. I'm not forcing you. If you don't, I'm not forcing you. Bottom line, I feel like it, when you promote something, you positively want people to fuck with it. That's why. Say that again. I feel like you. I feel like you positively want people to fuck with it. Like without a shadow of a doubt, I want people to fuck with it. Like come check this out. Like like when Apple forced that YouTube album on your phone, they wanted you to listen to that YouTube album. They really did. They put it on that's every what I didn't phone. Do. Guess what I didn't do? Man, not even that, that shit didn't have a chance. That shit got deleted so quick. <laughs> yeah, I actively deleted that shit, bro. Never didn't hear not a one track, bro. Bono, who? Come on. But I mean, bottom line, people can say I'm wrong. I just feel like we policing people's social media is now, and we've are we already in this in this day and age where we're trying to figure out what free speech is, and it's just like, man. It's really getting to the point where y'all basically telling people that they can't be who they want to be. Like, I come across people that just, there's only a few people that I just don't like. And I don't even express it outside of a certain amount of people. But it's people that just don't like Kyrie. And that's weird to me because, like, when you don't like somebody, why are you, like, actively following them? Or, like, watching their moves? Like, you trying to be pissed off? Like, you intentionally trying to piss yourself off? Because you want to counsel him. Remember, Kyrie refused to get vaccinated. People dislike him for that. And they tore him up and down. Oh, he's selfish. He's he don't care about his team and all this other stuff. It's like apparently they don't care about him either. <laughs> if that's the way he feels, just because just because somebody doesn't do what you want them to do doesn't mean they care about you any less. Look, man. Your number one priority, and, and t- to the end of time, your number one priority on this earth is to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of nobody else. Kyrie Irving, I don't know if he has a wife. I know he at least has a fiance. I know he has a child. Mm-hmm. Like he felt that him getting vaccinated was going to be harmful to himself. And he has these people depending on him. He's a multimillionaire. It's probably his family, his parents. His, I think he got a sister. It's probably a whole bunch of people depending on him. He has a team that's depending on him. And if he felt that that was in his best interest not to get vaccinated, 
you got to let that man have that. That's that's why I lost respect for Kareem. I know Kareem wouldn't give a fuck, but Kareem, Kareem, he's a shield. He he's not. It's something about him. I don't, I don't know who he sold his soul to, but he coming from where Kareem come from is weird to me because it's like, bro, like in this situation, I would think somebody like Kareem would be able to relate to to uh, Kyrie. And like that nigga just he been on some weird shit since the COVID situation. You, you talking? You, are you talking about Lou Alcindor? I'm talking. Yeah, if that's oh, what okay. he need to really go back to that name because because oh. even I remember I posted something that Malcolm X said, and he Malcolm X was like he was against vaccinations. So I'm like, why the fuck Kareem all of a sudden just so pro COVID? I'm like, if I'm not mistaken, that's against your religion. So it's like I don't. I don't even know what he is anymore. Like, bro, like, what you on? It's like, and he's like, bro, you fucking, if you was mentored by Elijah Muhammad or Louis Farrakhan, shit, they, Louis Farrakhan was banned from YouTube for being an anti-Semite. So I'm confused. Like, who are you a follower of? Like, what's, like, what do you, it basically brings me to the saying is, if you, if you, uh, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And it's like, what the fuck does Kareem stand for? Because to me, it feels like, you stand for the establishment, and that scares me when coming from where you come from. Because I swear he was heavily scrutinized when he changed his name. I thought he went through hell for that. Everybody was mm-hmm. looking at him like he was crazy. And it's like, bro, you on what you on now? That shit weird to me. It's like, damn, you must be down bad. I I, I think when he changed his name, it kind of it rivaled um, the what Muhammad Ali went through. Exactly, bro. And I, and I see people in comments like when Kareem said he was he was like, man, Muhammad would be upset. But I, I honestly, I think I think Kareem. Probably going broke, and he just got to do whatever they say, bro. Bottom line, like, cause niggas hear the, the niggas hear somebody say be an ambassador. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, dog. I, I mean, I told him, I was like, man, that's, that's that's even the same thing with LeBron. Like, you could have just shut the fuck up, bro. He really could have, dog. That could have just passed on that question. Yeah, hey, I know, you know, I know, I, niggas. Is. That ain't that ain't got nothing to do with me, and and you know everything I got going on over here in LA. But I'm focused on right now is trying to make this Lakers team better, and you know, and I want to make it better with the pieces that we have around us. Like, you you don't have to comment on on what somebody else got going on. Not no other grown man. They must got something on LeBron. <laughs> they got to though. Cause, cause KD, cause KD and Jalen Brown, to me, them not the only ones that's really like been kind of like KD. Pretty much just said, "Bro, I'm trying to get that back, get back to basketball." I I like that, but I don't like it because it's like, oh, you want to get back to basketball now, but y'all be on that old in racism, Black Lives Matter shit. I'm gonna shut up and dribble right now. I'm gonna shut up and dribble. Yeah, I want to shut up and dribble now. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Tom, that that ain't gonna work because we talk about something that's sensitive to a certain group of people. Then let's talk about it. Then let's talk about it. Now you all, oh, man, we could have just kept that quiet. Like, oh, we keep it quiet now? Oh, that's a bit. And then with, with, with uh, Jalen Brown, you know, he one of the people that pulled away from, from uh, Kanye with the school, and he realized these elites are some powerful motherfuckers. They taking scholarships away from people and this and that. And all of a sudden, he like, oh, oh. I was like, nigga, yeah, nigga, like, Kanye was right. He just, he, he just it, no matter, some people just can't speak in a certain way to, because Ever since they dismissed him as just being crazy, and I ain't finna go down that road again. Ever since they dismissed him as being crazy, it's really nothing that he can say that is really gonna. And it's funny because this is this is this is textbook. They this this textbook gaslighting. That's what narcissists do, and people don't even realize it. You make a motherfucker feel crazy. You make a motherfucker seem crazy to where when they say anything, <laughs> they question you. 
it's textbook, bro. And, 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 a, and a lot of people don't know what gaslighting means. They don't they, understand that definition because, again, you know, you move what words mean. If somebody is making you feel crazy about something that you observe with your own eyes, they're gaslighting you. Simple, dog. Not a, that's not a new term. The term is fucking. It's been around forever. Motherfuckers just learning it. That's that's on you. You decided to just be sitting around here watching love and hip hop all day and, and and watching a bunch of bullshit and wasn't paying attention in school. That's on y'all motherfuckers. The reality is this shit is old. Narcissism is old. It's not something. It's not a modern term. This shit is old. Y'all motherfuckers wasn't paying attention when y'all was growing up. So now that y'all get exposed to the shit and y'all actually live in the shit. It, it hurts because you're like, damn, this been this this is what was going on. Yeah, motherfucker, you weren't educated to the shit, so it happened to you because you didn't know the signs. Just like motherfuckers would be sitting around here laughing about serial killers and shit. Yeah, y'all just now figuring out about serial killers and shit. Probably was dating one. <laughs> you won't know the fucking signs because you you was on a bunch of bullshit, bro. That's why I was like, it ain't we we've been on this shit for a long time. We've been everywhere, so I'm getting ready to wrap it up, but. <laughs> the the reality is, man, on no, some serious shit, man. Like, it's getting to the point where if you ain't gonna do it for yourself, man, do it for the next generation, dog. Y'all gotta get off the bullshit, bro. Like, y'all niggas, y'all motherfuckers play too much. Like, for real. Like, ain't no like I'm telling you, I'm sitting here, me and my homegirl. Uh, after the after the text game, me and my homegirl, a bunch of us, we was around chilling. We had uh met up. And like, I'm sick. I wish because which but it was funny because bumping into her was random. But I when she seen me, she was drinking and she was like, hey man, like she did some type of drinking game she was playing. And she was like, I guess she was trying to get people to take shots on some crazy shit. And she was like, Oh, take a shot if you stay with Kyrie. And everybody just like just looking like I was like, and I looked at her like shit, I stay with Kyrie. I fuck with Kyrie. I was like, I, I get what he's doing, I hope he don't break. You know, we drink, she was like, and everybody looking like Oh man, like you know, like like I I can't stand with him because I really don't understand what he's doing. I was like, man, I mean, basically they calling him anti semite. He keep telling them he's not an anti semite. I swear to God, bro, these grown ups and we clearly in a bar. At least seven, eight of us. Only two of us knew what anti semite was. Motherfuckers ain't even heard the term. These are fucking professionals. They don't. They're not really. They don't. They didn't understand what an anti semite was. I'm like, bro. Basically, anti semite is damn near worse than being racist. You know what I'm saying? It's and it's 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 and it's like basically being racist towards a group of motherfuckers that speak the Semitic languages. It's like it's that. That's really all it is. And like, homegirl looking at me like, is, is she a military brat? And I think she was like she was born like in Japan, so it, it's funny to me because it all come down to really to truly being cultured and being elsewhere other than this motherfucking city to where you ain't exposed to shit. Cause I mean, shit coming from Chicago, the brief time I was there, I was around a bunch of fucking Muslims and shit. It's motherfuckers out here that ain't never seen a Jewish person they like. Netwolf, they wouldn't even known it. They ain't never been around no Muslims. All they know is country niggas. That's all they know. Country niggas and whites and rednecks. And that's a, that's a lot of the problem because a lot of those people are very vocal in these situations. And it's like, bro, you don't know what's going on. You play too much. You're playing too much. Educate yourself, bro. It's more shit going on. You just riding with the masses, though. Wait, wait, they, they get some fuck. All right, I'm going to get some, too. 
Then like like I heard somebody say that Kyrie, that movie Kyrie posted was three and a half hours long. They know damn well he ain't watched that. How do you know? Kyrie's a very well read person. Man, niggas think Kyrie's so dumb, bro. That's it. That's what that's Kyrie the flat Earth shit. Do- that, that another person said that. Oh, he think the Earth flat. I did. I, ever since he said that, I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck if he thought the Earth was a star, nigga. That one thing that he believes does not dictate his whole IQ. Fucking like, like, come it, on, it, bro. Sing, single item voters. Dog. That's that why you gonna be a slave tomorrow. <laughs> you gonna be a fucking slave tomorrow. Go knock on your door, put your ass in chains, and you're going to be confused because you only focus on one thing, a fucking flat earther. Who gives a fuck? It's, he ain't the only flat earther around this motherfucker. It's a lot of them. Trust me. Clearly, somebody told him something convincing enough to believe the earth was flat, and that's all him. Like, it's a lot of people that, that believe the earth is flat. And you know what? They don't have microphones shoved in their face every two days. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It takes some balls to even get up on a public platform and you say you think the earth is flat, but it's like whatever, bro. Like, so with all that, dog, they just they just automatically put him in this box of being unintelligent. And it's like, bro, I tell motherfuckers this all the time, bro. I'd rather be curious than strong and wrong. Cause like <laughs> Cause I was like, boy, a lot of y'all gonna get to the end of that that end of that road and be like, that nigga was right. <laughs> And I, I, I mean, like, like I said, they, they out here trying to uh, talk about some um, pandemic uh, amnesty or some shit. Basically, talk about we need to forgive people for going overboard with the COVID restrictions. No, fuck y'all, damn y'all to hell. You, you, you wish death on people that wouldn't. Yeah, get, get the fuck out of here. Talk about some amnesty or whatever they call that shit. No, nigga, even if I forgave y'all, I still wouldn't forget. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, nah, man, y'all gotta y'all gotta stop being out here strong and wrong like that, bro. Cause y'all be too confident, <laughs> bro. Way too confident. You, got, it's like, you gotta you gotta leave a little crack in the door for for for, for some questions there. I'm I'm going ever I'm forever gonna remain curious, bro, and just you know try to remain enlightened by things, and I I try to stay open minded to shit that just peak you know peak my interest and shit that just makes sense, bro. I'm I'm always be like this. I'm not gonna shut down people just on on one thing they believe. I think that is pure NPC behavior. Um, and I think that's why society is going the direction it's going in now. And um, and I'm gonna end on this fucking note because y'all posted something in the group chat that was pretty cool to me that I also feel that a lot of people can't relate to because they're so weak minded and they've been coddled all their life. It said rock bottom will teach you lessons that mountaintops never will. That's some real shit, bro. And the reason that's some real shit is because a lot of times you come around those motherfuckers, you be around the motherfuckers that have that have hit rock bottom before and they done made it through that shit. They they a lot they they a lot more. It's it's a pleasure to be around those people. But motherfuckers that don't know a, a ounce of struggle, the minute they get a fucking paper cut, the world is. Oh man, you can keep them people from around me. Them the same motherfuckers that if you disagree with them, they be ready. They be they be they be ready to cancel you. It's like, bro, like, what the fuck? Like, I don't agree with that. We can't just have a civil conversation. Like, I was sure, like I tell my homegirl, she was like, hey, man, you know, psilocybin, it, it it actually does, you know, help with depression. I'm not going to just shut her down and be like, what the fuck you talking about? Bitch, you like, she really experimented with the shit. It worked for her. All right, let me do some, re- let me dig in and find out some shit. 
Because right now, it, it sounds like some fugazi to me. But if y'all say it worked, <laughs> I'm going to check it out. I, am, I don't need to do the shit. But anyways, man. We went longer than I did. I did. Well, yeah, yeah, we went long. We went long. We lost them 30 minutes ago. 30 minutes ago? Shit. <laughs> we went on about hip-hop for a good 30 <laughs> minutes. We probably lost them in the first half. They ain't even, I might have to give a first half hip-hop <laughs> and, and a second half other shit. Like, just, you might get two episodes out of this, like, you know, pick your poison kind of shit, because I don't know. And, and that's how we know y'all ain't, y'all ain't watched that movie. Y'all didn't watch that movie. I, Kyrie probably did. <laughs> <laughs> He got tired. I wasn't watching the movie. Yeah, I, I, I posted a, I posted one in the group chat that I did watch. It wasn't that long. It's actually still on. Um, I want to say it's on. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's the. Um, it, it basically talks. It talks about how Jews built Hollywood, and um, that that's actually I, I forgot the name of it. But if I found it, I'll post it again because I posted it before. It's crazy. A demographic of people get mad at you for saying that they're successful. <laughs> Bro, and I'm telling, no, I told, I told, I was telling my homeboy this. I was like, bro, if I, if what's the, what, the first thing you when you come to, if you in the south, and you you go to a construction site, what you gonna see? What demographic you gonna see? Mexicans. Exactly. Not not not, not Hispanics. Mexicans. Mexicans. They're from it is, it's because the motherfuckers out here, they can't, they come out here, and they is basically what they call a, a construction cartel. They make, they basically. That is the 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 pathway for them when they come out here for a lot of them. So they basically they own that market. Any type of uh, handyman work, any of that shit you need, when they come from Mexico and they trying to get their shit together, that's the pathway for them to get to the next level or whatever else they want to do. It could be a motherfucking doctor coming from Mexico. First thing he going to do, he going to jump into that construction world, get his feet wet. So he can get his family set up and he good. And Mexicans, what they gonna do? They gonna fucking take care of each other. And they gonna make sure that they all good. So at the end of the day, me pointing that out, that doesn't make me xenophobic. That doesn't make me hate Mexican shit. I was with my Latinos this weekend. We, you know what I'm saying? We was getting down. Like I, I fuck with my Mexicans. And I point that shit out all the time. Like everybody has their strengths. It just happens to be that the Jews, they some bankers, bro. They love banks. They love fucking banks. You good? You good at making money? You good at keeping money? You good at investing money? <laughs> and I say like that. Who need money? Studios. Studios need money. Entertainers need money. Housings need. Nigga, come on, bro. Like, hey, you motherfuckers ever been renting an apartment and you looked at who the management was? Go down that rabbit hole. Go down that rabbit hole. I'm telling you, gonna be you gonna be shocked when it's a it's a, a, a Jim Stern that run that motherfucker. <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. I ain't mad at him. We just pointed out. It, point, me pointing out that doesn't make me anti-Semite. I, 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 I grew up on Seinfeld. Anyways, <laughs> but anyways, man, my words of advice for y'all, man, even though I gave y'all a couple of them, is um something I've been noticing a lot lately, and I wish people would really. Uh, I seen somebody asked a question uh, on uh, Twitter that was like, "What what health trend today is uh, is dangerous and people are gonna figure out in the future and it's gonna be too late?" I'ma just sit here and say, bro, energy drinks. I, I really think people need to shut them hoes down. People don't realize like the motherfuckers. <laughs> Cause I got that I got that YUKA app, the Yuka app, and I'm telling you right now, bro, 
you get to scan this shit, you get to seeing all these additives and things like that, man. It that, that, that it, it get kind of scary, man. And, and to live in such a health conscious society that we're living in now, which is similar to the seventies and eighties when motherfuckers start, you know, jumping on them uh the fitness DVDs and uh, fit, fitness tapes and shit. But anyways, um motherfuckers gotta realize, man, that you just drinking a bunch of chemicals, dog. You you are you out here, bro. <laughs> Look, I order some chemicals. I like kind of what I do for a living. And like I see some of the chemicals that we order, and I'm like, I know niggas that be drinking this shit. And that shit, wow. Like you 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 build the tolerance for it, but man, I, I honestly think people uh they cut their lives short. And I mean long story short, man, stay off the minutes drinks, man. Y'all need to get sleep and drink water, bro. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all know what time it is, man. Stay hydrated, get sleep. Back to the basics. Please. That's it for me, bro. Uh, my words of advice, as always, still go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. But also, a little additive to that is to um, take some chances. Um, I wrote this. It says, I've missed shots. I've made shots. I'll shoot more, and I'll miss more. Thing is, taking a chance doesn't mean sudden death. Taking a chance means that there's a lesson learned and an opportunity captured. Not taking a chance is an opportunity missed. Shoot your shot, bro. Shoot your shot, man. Stop trying to stop acting like a sniper, bro. You looking for that perfect shot, bro? You looking for that perfect shot, man? Stop. You act like a weirdo, man. You act like a weirdo. <laughs> I am a cerebral assassin, so don't you? You know me. Everything, you is, everything is meticulous when it comes to me. I feel you on that, bro. Well, that's a bad man. Well, shit, man. If y'all stuck with us this long, man, we fuck with y'all. We appreciate that. I ain't finna ramble on anymore. I'm just gonna simply say thank you and you're welcome as always. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?